On Mother's Day last year, a woman in the parish sent me this little anecdote that someone had sent to her. Now, I don't know if this really happened or not, but the point of the story is definitely a valid one. A teacher gave her class of second graders a special lesson on magnets one day. She taught them what a magnet is, she taught them what a magnet does. The following day, she decided to give the students a little quiz on what they had learned. One of the questions she put on the quiz read as follows. My name has six letters. The first one is M. I pick up things. What am I? <laughs> yes, you figured it out. Almost half of the students got it wrong. Instead of putting magnet, they answered with the word mother. <laughs> and happily, I think the teacher ultimately gave them all credit for a true answer. At least she should have done that. Good mothers, as we are well aware, know a lot about picking up things. Toys from the living room floor, dirty clothes from around the hamper that should be in the hamper, food from the grocery store, her children from sporting activities and school, etc., etc. Good mothers also have good memories, sometimes better than their children would like them to have, but that's another story. Along those lines, let me share with you on this Mother's Day four things that a good mother never forgets. These are reflected in the scripture readings the Holy Spirit has given to us and to the Universal Church on this particular weekend of the year. And particularly, I want to focus on the second reading and the gospel. So here they are. Number one, the first thing that a good mother never forgets. She never forgets that her children are not really hers. A good mother knows, deep in her heart, that her children ultimately belong to God. She knows that first and foremost, they belong to the Lord. We say that parents procreate. We do that for a reason. In other words, they cooperate with Almighty God to bring new human beings into the world. But only God creates out of nothing. And it is God who creates each and every human soul directly, so that each human person ultimately, first and foremost, belongs to him. I am not a big fan of Khalil Gibran. Some of you will remember him. He was the pop philosopher who was extremely popular back in the 1960s. Everybody loved to quote him. Well, I'm not a big fan of his. But these words of his to parents contain a great deal of truth, and so I quote them to you today. He wrote, Your children are not your children. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls. There's a lot of truth there. St. John the Apostle said it even more clearly in his first letter when he wrote, See what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God, yet so we are. 
We belong to God. And in today's gospel, Jesus tells us, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. As human beings, we are unique. We are capable of God, as the old theology used to say, kapatz dei. In other words, we have the capacity to have God dwell within us. And that can happen. God can dwell within us because we are made in his image and likeness and belong, first and foremost and ultimately, to him. When a mother forgets this truth, this very simple but important truth, that her children are not really hers, she ends up trying to manipulate them into doing her will, which, believe me, can be disastrous. This, by the way, is the second thing that a good mother never forgets. She never forgets that her children exist to do God's will, not hers. I'll tell you what, I thank God from the bottom of my heart that I had a mother who never pressured me when it came to my vocation as a priest. Never. She said to me many times, Raymond, I want you to do in your life whatever God wants you to do in your life. If God's will is for you to be a priest, amen, great, I support you 100%. But if it's his will that you do something else and you discern that with the Lord, then that's what I want for you as well. Thank you, Mom. That made such a difference for me. The worst thing that a mother... The worst thing that a father can do is to impose their will on their child, especially regarding an important decision like the choice of a vocation, or the choice of a spouse, or even the choice of a career. Those choices should be made by the child and God. Which leads to the third thing a good mother never forgets. She never forgets that the most important relationship her children have is with the Lord, not her. Only God will be there for her child at every moment of every day of the child's life. Only God knows the right decision for her child to make in every situation and circumstance. As was indicated in today's Gospel, only God can provide a person with true, lasting peace. Yesterday, we celebrated First Communion here at St. Pius for 25 little second graders. It was a beautiful ceremony. I wonder how many of them will be in church today with their mothers and fathers. I hope all of them would be, will be, but I'm not naive. More importantly, I wonder how many of their mothers and fathers will take them to Mass each and every weekend from now on. I wonder how many of their mothers and fathers will take them to Mass each and every Holy Day from now on. I mention that because we have a Holy Day this week. So I will see you again. Ascension Thursday. Good Catholic mothers do this for their children. Take them to Mass, even when they don't want to go. Because they know that the relationship their children have with God must be the primary relationship in their lives. 
Which brings us to the final thing a good mother never forgets. She never forgets that the true home of her children is not in this world or of this world. The true home of her children is that city spoken about in today's second reading from Revelation 21, the New Jerusalem, or as we commonly refer to it, the Kingdom of Heaven. A good mother teaches her children many things, praise God, but the most important lesson she imparts to her children is that the ultimate goal of human life is to live forever with God in His Kingdom and that every decision her children make should be made with that goal in view, with that goal in mind. Because a good mother knows if her children make it into that kingdom, their lives here on earth will have been successful. However, if they miss the kingdom at the end, their earthly lives will have been total failures. Even if they go to the best schools and make big bucks and become world famous, and become extremely powerful while they're here. So there you have it. Four things a good mother never forgets. That her children are not really hers. That her children exist to do God's will. That the most important relationship her children have is with the Lord. And that the true home of her children is not in this world or of this world. Oh yes, and by the way, these are also four things that a good father never forgets.